Hey guys, it's your girl Boonie, and you're listening to episode 135 of the Boonie Breakdown Podcast, your source for all things responsible and ratchet. All right, welcome to this week's episode, guys. Uh, I kind of, at the last second, switched up the episode that I was going to do because of, of what was happening in the world on Twitter. And there were a lot of allegations <laughs> of sexual misconduct and conversations about consent happening over on Black Twitter. And I was like, you know what? We haven't talked about consent here. Who can I get? And I reached back out to Vanessa of Vagisteam. So Vanessa is a friend to the Booney Breakdown. She was at our live show back in November of 2018. Uh, she was also on episode 91 of this podcast. So if you haven't listened to that, you can head on back and check it out as well. But she likes to encourage good sex and healthy sex through courageous conversations um, and I was excited to have her here on this podcast because I think she was the perfect person to talk about consent. And before we get into that, we also have like a little quick kiki about Dennis Rodman. (laughs) Not random. We'll talk about it and you'll hear why we talked about it later. All right. So stick around for this very important, responsible conversation, but we get a little ratchet too. All right. And now we're going to go into Booney's pick of the week. Uh, This week, my pick of the week are all of the sales, all of the good ass sales that are happening (laughs) while we're all in the house. And I hope even if you live in a state where things have been lifted and eased that you stayed your black ass in the house. Okay. Yes. I know I have a few white listeners, but my audience primary target member are black women. Okay. Stay y'all motherfucking asses in the house, even if the, the, the order is lifted in your state. I don't think we're out of the thick of this yet, okay? But I will say I've been enjoying some of the sales. Like right now, I just got an email. Old Navy, nothing on the site is over $25. Like, excuse me, what? I might have to go check that out. Kills, 40% off. What? I'm definitely checking that out because that is one of my favorite skincare brands. I've also been trying to do my part. And supporting uh, small businesses, particularly Black-owned businesses, when can, if not Black-owned, then woman-owned businesses. Um, that has been primarily what I have been buying. But I'm, I'm going to get something from that kill sale, you best believe. <laughs> so shout out to all the people giving us some 50 and 60% off coupons because they'll never really do that at some of these sites that I shop on. Like even Nordstrom. Nordstrom sent me an alert, like 60% off. I'm like, 60 at Nordstrom? Oh, let me go see what's on there. All right. So if you have the funds, you have some leeway, treat yourself to something nice this week. Pay your bills, pay the rent, pay the mortgage, but treat yourself. You deserve a treat. You do. We all deserve a treat. All right. (laughs) Let's get into housekeeping. All right. This week, the episode from uh, last week was episode 134 with... Dr. Wendasha Hall, the sensible sexpert. And it was interesting. A lot of the feedback about this episode was centered on threesomes. And I asked a poll in my Talk to Booney Tuesday, how many people have ever had a threesome? 72% of the people who answered that poll said they had never had a threesome. Now, of the 28%, majority of those people who answered yes were men. I noticed all the men who responded to the poll said yes. Um, There was not one man that I could tell (laughs) in the nope. (laughs) So I thought that was just an interesting feedback. Um, I got one quick message on Instagram. Someone was like, yes, I agree with Dr. Wendasha Hall. You got to lay the ground rules for a threesome. Impromptu threesomes are not all they're cracked up to be. Trust me. Trust me. Trust me. So that is a tip. That seems to be the consensus. Thank you for listening. If you haven't, go back, circle back, and listen to that episode. All right. We are almost there, guys. I've been trying to get to 100 reviews on Apple Podcasts. All right. And you guys, you guys have really stepped up, stepped in, 
and try to help your girl out. So shout out to LM Coco 69, who said obsessed five stars. I really love this podcast. Booney is awesome. It really brings attention to hot topics and brings laughter into sexual health. So thank you, LM Coco, for this lovely review. I appreciate it. And you too, if you listen on an Apple device, iPod, iPad, iPhone, MacBook, you can leave a five star review over an Apple podcast. I'm really trying to get to 100 five star reviews. It's five easy steps. You don't know how to do it. You can personally DM me, email me. I will tell you how to leave a five star review. All right. And be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at the Booney Breakdown. You can follow us on Twitter just at Booney Breakdown. And when sharing this episode, please be sure to use the hashtag the Booney Breakdown. You can tag us as well. And you can use the hashtag pod in P O D I N. I love it when you do it, especially in the Insta stories. And remember, if your page is locked, I will not see it. If your page is locked, I do not see it. Okay. So that is probably why I didn't respond, but I normally respond to every single one that I see because I love you guys so much for sharing and putting others on. And I actually got a funny story this week where someone said they had been sharing in their Insta story that their uh, ex started listening to the podcast and has now been using the podcast to kind of creep back up in them DMs and them uh, messages. <laughs> Look, I always say when I close out the show, share the ep- the podcast with those you hate. I really mean it. Share it with every fucking body. I don't care. But be smart, sis. Don't let him creep back in. Don't let him use Booney to get back into your life. <laughs> so that is it for me. I'm going to shut the fuck up now and let's get ready to break it down. All right, before we get super deep, I'm joined this episode. She's back. She was here like, I want to say like episode 90 something. I don't know, but I'll put it in the opener when I do this. Um, Vanessa Vargestein is here. Hey. hey, girl. And we're sitting here chatting because I just had to school people on my Insta story about Dennis Rodman and why he is big dick energy personified. Period. Period. Okay. He knows for you to be dyeing your hair all them colors and first of all wait before we get into the big dick energy personified we gotta give a shout out because i know you care about this stuff and i've been looking to you and your instagram for all your (laughs) quarantine self-care shit but he knew about self-care before we knew what let's talk about it let's talk about it because he totally was like look i need some motherfucking days off and i'm going to vegas period he said and that and it's like when they showed that in that documentary because Booney and i have been watching was like the last dance yeah um, uh the michael jordan everybody keeps calling the michael jordan documentary that's but it's the bulls yeah (laughs) watching the last okay um yeah i i mean as a person who does that myself i admire that but like imagine in whatever year that was him being like Y'all, I'm going to give y'all what you need. I'm going to show up and perform. Mm, but. And I-, I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> I need 48 hours so I can just do me. And it wasn't even like he was asking because he was just going to do it. And what did that yes. do? He was like, okay, uh, okay, girl, come back. <laughs> back here. He didn't come back when he was supposed to, but he did recognize his need. And the story is so great because what I loved about it was that he did like, all right, I'm going to ask y'all, even though I'm going to fucking do it. Right. But two, what I loved was when he came back, how Jordan is like preparing the whole team to like, after Jordan has to go drag his ass out of Vegas one. <laughs> and then two Jordan comes back and is like trying to coddle the team. Like, look, you know, he's been doing whatever, no judgment. Let's just like ease him back into it. And they were like, his ass was lapping them. And so they were like, they, it took them four laps to catch up with Dennis Rodman after he had his, I was like, look, that's all he asked for y'all. That's all he needed. Really? He was going to give y'all what y'all needed. I thought that was such a great story. I, lo- I I loved it. And it was one of the highlights for me because I was like, this is this was self-care before we started making it a thing. And he yeah. called it for what it was. He did his thing. 
And he knew he knew what his body needed. He knew if I could get off for a few days, I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna get right. I'm gonna be focused. Like I am. I I think I liked it because I'm just like that. Like right now, right now, Booney knows I would have been on <laughs> here on somebody somewhere eating somebody's different food. And yes. But the reason why I do that so often is because I can like, for me, I can go like a quarter. Like I, I try and do something every quarter. Like I can give you my all for like a good solid two and a half months. But once you start inching down on that third, like that end of that third month, I'm like, hey. um, Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's totally true. It's exactly. I just took, I, I, t- I worked from home a lot before all this happened. Anyway. I remember, yeah. I and, remember. and so for me, it's like, I looked at the calendar too. Like, okay, shit, I ain't been off since a day since February. That's not normal for me. So I I just took Wednesday off. Like, fuck it. I don't give a fuck. Like, (laughs) and I'm going to take the day off next week too. And I'm going to take, like, I'm not going to log it because um, y'all been overworking me anyway. And that was. We're overworking with this uh, work from home. We totally are. And I told, I, I totally told my manager. Like I'm taking Wednesday off and I'm probably going to take next Monday or next Friday off. Not sure yet. And she was like, well, whichever day you take, like one of those days don't even put in. Thank you, ma'am. I didn't even have to, like, she just told me, she was like, like, don't even log it. Just like, just take it um, one out of the days in. I'm like, cool. Thanks, sis. That's an emotionally aware manager. And that's what it is. Like right now, I, one, my sleep is shit. So that, and I feel like I mean, you and I both, you know, we do our side hustle things, we do the things that we love, and you know, we trying to like sustain podcasts and sustain. The- <laughs> and the thing that people don't know is that that takes a lot of brain work. Like it does. Not sure if, especially if it's not your full time gig, like being able to have a social media presence, edit a podcast, produce it try and do the marketing behind it that's a whole separate game it's a lot when it's just you it's just fucking you like we don't have teams and so like and i was just and i was just talking to a friend about this today like i i know when this whole thing started i was like oh i need to like you know this is a great time for me to like make content for vagisteam and i need to do this this and like oh my gosh i can work on my media packet and then it's like when it when the stuff started happening i was like i don't feel like doing yeah i i I just feel like you acknowledge that shit and like that's and what did i do yesterday i woke the fuck up at like 10 30 after i went to bed at like 2 (laughs) 30 why is it like this what is going on i know and then i did an errand for my mom because my mom had to actually go into the office she's only having to go in one day a week okay so she was so i had to go pick up something for her and then i was like you know what since i'm out here I'm going to drive over to the drive through Starbucks by BWI. You deserve. Got my Starbucks. You deserve. <laughs> you deserve. Took the, look, took the long way home to drive with the windows down and yes. sip my oh Starbucks. My Yesterday was so amazing. Yes. It was so nice. And then I was like, all right, well, since I'm home and I haven't eaten yet. All right. Let me grab some Chick-fil-A. Yes. Went to Chick-fil-A. <laughs> And, and I, I lived, came home. And I'm living for all of it. I'm living for it well, all. Like, came home, took a nap because I was so exhausted. Mm-hmm. And then woke up and was just like laying on my bed on my phone. That's, That's right. literally all I did yesterday. And it felt fucking amazing on my day off. It, it's what we need. And I think especially as like creatives and like people who are constantly because that like the energy is not only like the energy of doing all this shit is the energy of thinking through all this shit. Like sometimes people are like, Oh my gosh, how did you, I know for you, you always have interviews as well. And so like contacting the person thinking through mm-hmm. talk about it is so labor intensive. And I've had to, I we've been at this, what for like five, six weeks now. Like I've, I am still walking myself through every single day and being like, you, don't, you yeah. have to, you can just sit. You, you can. Blah, blah. 
<laughs> and that's why I said too. I said, okay, my break for me, like I didn't want to not do new episodes since I was in season. So yeah. my break for me was just like I told, like they, the listeners know, was just having my Booney and Friends people for yeah. like four consecutive weeks. So. I like that. I didn't have to plan. I didn't have to schedule shit. I didn't have to come right. up with questions. I had to do no, I could just come on here and shoot the shit, but it was still, it. you know, timely, relevant, yeah. and it was still content, but I not anything that caused me to overthink, right? Uh-huh. And so uh-huh. that's literally the thing. I keep like, why am I rushing through all these house products? Okay, even if they let us out the house uh-huh. in four weeks, uh-huh. I probably won't go out until six weeks. Uh-huh. <laughs> Oh yeah, I'm gonna let y'all go out first. Like, yeah, y'all go out for for a few weeks first to see what it's looking like before I show my face. Like, yeah, I don't, and I just and I was just talking through this with someone. Like, I don't even know. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't even know like what my return to normal is gonna look like. Like, I don't feel compelled to be stuffed into places Ooh. with a lot of people. right like i just i don't see that being anything on my list of things to do as soon as we get out the house (laughs) i think even like i think what you're saying like brings up for me like what we even define as normal anymore like we can't go back like all that overworking shit not taking time to actually talk to people and like um you know right now i feel like we're all in this thing where it's like you know what let me call so and so and see how you know they doing yep know what i haven't talked to auntie so-and-so in a while like she's home i might as well call her i think yeah it's like for me i feel like every single week of this thing i come up with a new lesson like the first two weeks my lesson was like if you have the time do not put off tomorrow what you can do today because Ooh, come on. that because i feel like a lot of us do this thing where we're like oh girl when i get blah, 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 and blah, right? Oh, I'm going to do, I'm going to go to Bali. When I do, <laughs> I'm going to put myself out there and start my card company, like whatever it is, right? Yeah. Literally, this shit has come down and been like, oh, you thought you were going to do, <laughs> no, no, you not. No, you not. Then 2020 came through and was like, whatever you thought you were going to do this year, guess what? It's on pause until I say so like un- literally until like we don't know when this is going to be like to to normal so so like I really think that like every week there's a lesson in like oh shit like we can't we just can't all that things all them things we were doing before is not sustainable can't <laughs> like all that non-napping can't do that no more like you have to rest you gotta take care of yourself so all right um I agree like 2020 is you know proving to be an insane year oh, and the homie uh kg his, he proclaimed back in 2019 that 2020 was going to be the wildest year of our lives and so Damn. far <laughs> it is t- proving to live up to that all right i kind of want to switch gears a little bit for us let's do it because the reason why i reached out to you for this episode <laughs> Was because the Twitter, uh, I'm, I'm, I like to hang out on Twitter uh, on my personal Twitter page. Uh-huh. First. Um, and, uh, it was several allegations made against, um, some, I'm going to say well-known influencers in that space. And, um, well, yesterday it was one in particular, his response. And then today, there was another allegation thrown out against someone in this same crew. Oh no. And um and it's not, you know, just singling these people out, you know, the yeah. the whole me too movement. Yep. And I'll even say my own notions about um consent and what mm-hmm. that looks like mm-hmm. for me, how I I could even be guilty of not getting consent from some of my male partners, mm-hmm. right? Like give mm-hmm. me a dick and I'm just great. Like right? So so I just kind of want to have, I said, I need to find an expert. I know one. Oh, Booney. <laughs> I'm honored Let's... and annoyed at the same time. But... <laughs> Look, you are the expert. I, I do want to have a healthy conversation around consent. Absolutely. I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. Ugh. 
I, I'm going <laughs> to speak from personally first. Yeah, go for it, boo. I kind of feel like I, I started when I was l- listening um, to some of the stuff that was happening on Twitter and reading the tweets that this person was saying ha- happened to her. Mm-hmm. I started trying to think of um, times, at least in my adult life, mm-hmm. where I felt like the line of consent was blurry. And thankfully uh, for me, I can't pinpoint any moment with, um, with I'll say intimate moments where I've said I didn't want to do anything or to stop. And my request wasn't honored. Mm. Thankfully. Thank Right. Right. And I, I know that is not normal. Now I can right. think of other times where I've might've been, out in public and some man just felt the need to grope me or grab me or do something totally. But sometimes in that moment, you don't know what's going to happen. So you, you let it continue because right. it's like, all right, just rub my butt and walk the fuck away from right. me. Right. Don't do anything at this point. Exactly. Right. So I do have those moments, but I was trying to think of in an intimate setting with people I've been intimate with and work. Um, I did have an issue at work where it was, it was borderline harassment, but it yeah. never moved to anything mm-hmm. um, where the person actually did anything physical to me. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm like, oh my God, that that experience might resonate with some people. Yeah. But I know almost every woman I know has had some experience, uh-huh. whether it's been on the street, a stranger, someone they know, a coworker, right. where they felt like they had to give up some part of them to protect their own safety. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I so it's it's funny like when when you reached out of course like duh of course I'm going to have this conversation. <laughs> um but yeah, you and I were thinking the same thing because that afternoon someone tagged me and was like, "Uh, I'm going to need Badges team to come through and re-educate these people because but mind you, the thing, the irony of all of this is that April is Sexual Assault Awareness Month. So there's that, right? Mm. Like, I put up this campaign um, that I call Consent Is because I feel like all of us, men, women, whoever, people in power, people who feel powerless, we all have these nuances. We all have these experiences that come together. Um, and especially for folks who identify as women, we have these experiences where we do this thing where we're like, huh, what was that? Mm, Yes. Wrong. Huh? And I know, I know part of it for a lot of us is the way that we're raised. Right. Which is why this is such a sticky, nuanced, ridiculous. Like it's all the things because part of it is like the culture that we live in. Women are responsible for everything. Ah. Women are responsible for what happens, what doesn't happen. Women are the gatekeepers to sex because they get to say yes or no. When in actuality, we know what the structures are. And the, and the thing is, it's funny that, you know, of course, like we're talking about this, but I was like trying to prepare some of my thoughts, you know, for the show. Cause I, you know, yesterday it was like a great day. I went walking and just thinking about the work that I do with this. And I was like, yo, even me as a person who's like, rah, rah, I know all the rules, rah, rah, like you can't do this to me. I'm outspoken. Just like you, there's been times when you do this thing. Like I went to a fun, a political fundraiser and what's a, a delegate in our area <laughs> um, had approached me and I was there for professional, like I was there for work. I was there to be like, thank you for supporting our bill. Appreciate you. And and dip out. Good night. <laughs> and, I, and I, you know, and I'm here for the hors d'oeuvres and then I'm gonna leave. So I went in, I went in to shake this person's hand and I was like, hey, thank you so much. And he opened his arms and was like, come on, like, give me a hug. Like, mm. like why didn't you say? Because if somebody did that, like at the gas station, I would have been like, ah, what? Yeah. It, but then also for a lot of us women, we understand it depends on the time of day. It depends on who we with. It depends, I was in a formal setting. I was at one 
fundraiser, like a ball type area. And I felt like if I make a ruckus, it's going to be too much. Or if I make a ruckus, it's going to be X, Y, and Z. And so Mm -hmm. so many layers of power, because this is what this whole conversation is about and powerlessness that comes up with this. And so I think what gets frustrating and what gets like all over the place is like you have a group of people, predominantly men, a lot of men, not going to, you know, say all who are saying like, I don't understand what the problem is. If you want to da 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 you need to yada, yada, yada. And then we have another group of people who are like, yo, this has happened to me, that girl over there who I don't know, the girl down the block. Like, how do we all have these collective experiences and we don't know each other? What? Yeah, and, 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 and that's the point. That is the point. Because when I was talking to someone earlier, it's like, how? Hmm. When... I shared with this person a a tweet that happened this morning and I'm like, Oh my God, this Uh. is somebody that, you know, she's, she knows, um, I won't say close, but she knows. And I kind of express, I'm like, fuck, like, it's Uh. like how many, how many amongst us. Right. Um, and and we always, women always have to be on high alert. And I remember having a conversation, um, with an ex one time, where I was just like, oh my God, I was in an elevator. And I said it so glibly yeah. that I didn't even notice I was saying it. I was like, you know, I, I was in the elevator one time and I realized I was the only woman. Now it's one o'clock in the afternoon uh-huh. in a work building, but I still clenched up like, oh my right. God, it's right. 10 men in here and I'm the only woman. And he kind of yes. laughed it off. Like, what did you think was going to happen? It's one thirty in the afternoon. Everything, Everything right? and anything. <laughs> and at that moment, I was like, I mean, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? Anything could have happened. We were because what, for this. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what would I, what would I have done if like, if I had on a dress uh-huh. and one of them just took his hand up my dress while I'm on the elevator, right. I probably would have froze. I wouldn't right. have made a scene with a, nine other men in the elevator. Not, right. Not, yeah. <laughs> Yep. And that's the thing. It's like there was some some comedian like a long time ago made a joke about like uh, women like we we are we always know in our and, you know, just just. Oh, yeah, because because we are talking about a sensitive topic. Um, trigger trigger warning. We're going. Yes. To assault and rape. But yeah, like the comedian says something like every woman knows like this is this is my rape. And it, like in, in a in a comedy setting, meaning that mm. walking down the street. It's late. You got your you got your keys between your fingers. And as always, I, I'm going to say it right here. I'm sure Booney has the same experience. Somebody hops out. Somebody walks up on you. Somebody's walking down the street. They try to talk to you in the middle of the damn night. You try yeah. and mind your business because you're following all the rules. And what happens, like this comedian saying, we go through this thing in our mind. We're like, oh, shit, this is this is it. This is it. This is it. Just like you were doing that elevator. This could be it. Right. And so it's like a trauma. Like when I, when you, when I hear you say it, it sounds like a trauma response. Like we have been. Yes. And we've been told that's the thing. Like every time, whenever these things happen and people, you know, because it's Twitter, people are cruel on there and they go off on tangents. When you want to tell us like, oh, well, why didn't you da, 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 da. I don't know what you're talking about. I was trained for this. My mother told me a long time ago, don't let somebody do dot, 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 dot. My mother said, my, my mother never said people may do blah and it's not your fault. Train us because they're doing what they can. They tell us, make sure you don't go into a room by like as women, we yes. have all of these rules. And I do this exercise with college students that I work with, where I ask them, what are messages that women get growing up when they go out before they go out? And what are messages that men get before they go out? And I think the one that always drove me crazy is that women can't even be comfortable in their own home growing up. If you walk out of your bedroom, like in shorts or or your bra, go cover up yourself. I'm in my motherfucking house. Why I got to cover up? Like I live here. (laughs) And so that's, you're trained that at like eight years old, six, younger, right? That you can't even be, you know, not properly clothed in your own house because if something happened to you, it's your fault because you were out here in your Uh panties. Like what? (laughs) And then the trigger that too, people who are in your house are people that are trusted. 
Because I don't let fuck motherfuckers in my house, right? Okay. To this day. Okay. Like, if, I don't, if you've been to my house, I fuck with you. If you ain't never been in my house, uh, you know, I feel sorry. Honored. I feel honored, Booney. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I was there. I was there. You were there. Because people have come to my house. Look, I'll come outside to the car. You can't come. Don't bring that shit in here. You, like, I don't let people in my house. And so... <laughs> So what is the message that sends to to young girls, right? Yeah. That the own men or people who come into your house, I'm not even going to put it on men, yeah. but people who are in your house and come into your house are not to even be trusted with you. You can't even be comfortable there. That's right. That's right. It's, it's like, it's, it's like, it sounds, I know for a lot of people, it sounds weird, but like when you think about like the lessons that, you know, your auntie, grandma, mom, whoever taught you it was always around protecting defending don't let in right and for for, i i doubt i doubt that there have been a large number of men who have experienced the same thing where somebody is like hey now granted men do as they get older get the message like don't bring no baby up in here and like don't go to jail like like, all of that stuff like we get it but it's not it does not uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It does not take over your identity. It is not something you're constantly thinking about. Yes, we got police brutality. We got all that. Yes, we get it. But we're talking about something that is in, in your brain that mm-hmm. <laughs> triggered often every single day. And the thing is, it's so pervasive that if something happens or when something happens or you think something's going to happen, no matter where you flip it because of how that how those messages messages came it somehow becomes you did something wrong and i and i i kind of want to you know I, I like saying the things that you're not supposed to say yeah and i know somebody's listening to this right now and they're and they're probably thinking like okay well and some of the sensitive yeah you know i i, I I know in some of these situations we hear these things come out and we we see these allegations and people might question it like, well, she knew or they knew what they were doing by uh-huh. going to his office or uh-huh. they knew by doing this like, oh, she sucked his dick and Ooh. then of course he thinks they're going to have sex, right? Or so it's like, okay, she, the person is putting themselves in this position to be taken advantage of. So right. can can they be upset or then mad or then claim assault, rape, et cetera, et cetera. And so, mm-hmm. I, you know, I struggle with that too because it's kind of that, that training that you have, like, you don't want to put yourself in those positions, right? You shouldn't have been, you shouldn't have been there. Right? And it, you, you've heard it all your life. That's right. But then it goes back to this thing of consent. And what I love about the work that you do and the messaging you put out is that with your consent is campaign, you showed and you put it in very layman's true vernacular term. (laughs) (laughs) What's up? Yeah. Like you put it in ways that is not like, Hey girl, I need you to sign this document saying that I could put my peanut like, because you put it in a bag like, like that. You right. Yeah. You're like, you're going to say like, all right, after you suck my dick, <laughs> bitch, you trying to fuck? Like, that's probably what might come out of his mouth. Yes. <laughs> and I, I love that you did that because that is always the complaint or the pushback that people get is like, well, how do you get consent once it already started? Right. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I, well, one, thank you. And I appreciate that. You know, I love that's one of my love languages. Thank you, Booney. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, what I think, I, I think you hit it on the head. Like when we're talking about like, like our, like what we see in the media from, I mean, we've been talking about this stuff publicly from what, like what we got, well, we got Bill Cosby. We got mm-hmm. um, Kobe, Kobe, which, ooh, that was a no. Ooh, don't get the people mad at me like ooh. they got mad at Gail, child. <laughs> Like, it was like, you don't say Kobe. <laughs> we had Nate Parker. We had Derrick Rose. Like, we have so, like, we have such a history of doing this. And the thing, the reason why this, like, hits me so much is because 
like culturally, it's so pervasive, like to the to the point, because I teach across the lifespan. I teach kids as well. And when I'm in classrooms, we'll be talking about this. And like, without a doubt, somebody will be like, oh, they they lying on Bill Cosby. You are 12 years old. Like you we have loyalty to men that we don't even know. So yeah, understand how we see these stories and automatically, this is how I know. And, you know, Booney knows I say this a lot. We hate women, like just straight up. We don't have to beat around the bush. My feelings ain't heard about it. We just hate women because how do you see a situation and your default response is always like, that ain't true. How? <laughs> always. Where do you know Cosby from? Where do you, always. Know, where do you know Harvey Weinstein from? Like, I don't know Bill, Bill Cosby or Harvey Weinstein from nobody. Like, why is my loyalty there? Meanwhile, like this person is coming out. And mind you, when we're looking at like people coming out to say something, it's always, I mean, of course, Twitter has been on this. Like, you know, y'all just trying to chase clout. How much clout are you chasing when like nobody ever just says like, hey, Booney, I went to a party last night. Some happened. It's never just like, damn, girl. Okay, what do you need? Or, hey, I believe you. It's all. Yeah a scrutiny you don't ever just come out and say some shit like that out your mouth without someone digging all in your business so like everyone can say like oh all these people are just coming forward to say x y and z but that's not a light thing because please know and everyone knows it's not like you go to the cops and you like hey this thing happened to me and the cops are like ma'am or <laughs> we are so sorry. We will catch that perpetrator and we are going to lock him up and we're going to throw away the key. No. Well, where were you? Well, what, what was happening? Yeah. Okay. Well, what made you go there? Your closest friends will do that shit to, to, to you. Society's going to do that to you. They go, they go. And then if you do even get it to court, which a lot of times this never happens. So a lot of the cases that we're seeing that are in the media, just, it's just by happenstance, the stuff is is coming through. 3% of cases are actually prosecuted and the person is sent to, to jail. Like, and nationally, 3%. So as much as you want to be like, they try to get his money, girl, we may not even get there. Like, let's just calm down. That is a startling <laughs> statistic. 3%. And so when we're talking about sexual assault, I always like to also bring up the stat there's a stat on the Rain Network. It's the rape, um, incest. Uh, some there's there's a couple other letters in there. I'll I'll make sure I, I get the resource. But uh, they study this stuff, and they're the ones that are putting out the stats because you know this is this is the time when everybody wants to become a statistician. They want to know stats. And, <laughs> you know, like this is the only time you want to know that. But when you know your boy, your boy, you know, is accused of like robbery or something, you're like free my man. Anyway, anyway. So everyone wants stats during this time. So it is said that the amount of when we're looking at lying, because that's the number one thing that comes up, like, oh, these people are lying. Oh, these people are lying for clout. Oh, these people are lying. <laughs> the stats, people lie more about being robbed than they lie about sexual assault. Come on with the statistics. Listen, you, girl. You know, I just I, you know I never. I never really understood that argument either. And not to say it it has not happened, right? We know it has happened. And everybody always pinpoints to these examples that they have where, um, you know, re- reported victims have then been found out to have been lying about whatever transpired. But I just don't feel like for most women or most victims yeah. to... It, it, it is a process in within itself to even process what happened to you. So then to get to the point where you publicly can say this happened to me and, and then to be brave enough to say, and this is who fucking did it to me. Oh, girl. I mean, you, how can you even say every time that happens that they're doing this for clout? Who wants to fucking do that for clout, right? They're going to drag your ass. They're going to find every single tweet, post, Insta. Like, you could get clout faster by just showing your titty on Instagram Live. Like, why the fuck would that be your answer to get it? <laughs> like, come on. Like, that's the thing. Like, 
like that's why I always do the default. Like we just we just hate we just hate women. We just hate survivors. And then the the I saw this thing on Twitter the other day. It's always like fuck the police until it's time to go report. And then all of a sudden it's like, well, why why didn't she say something? Why didn't she go to the police? But I thought we didn't mess with police. Like what? <laughs> the goalposts. Like I, like the goalposts always <laughs> move, child. They always move. Like so, what? Which one is it? Can we trust them? Can we not? Like, are we holding each other down? Like, what? What is it? Like, and I, and here's the thing. I I really think it it pinpoints down to. Mm-hmm. Because you know people were applauding the Joe Budden podcast for mm-hmm. having the conversation. I haven't listened to it. I don't I listen to his podcast a lot, just because they're three hours, and I I just I I can't. Um, <laughs> I would like to sit in silence. Thank you so much. Yeah. So it's like, but whenever it's one that really pops off on Twitter, I'll go venture and dab in that world. Yeah. So I might have to go listen to this one. Yeah. Um. But. I think the part where this is sticky, right, mm. is because when these accusations come out and you hear these scenarios, yeah. people then can put themselves in the person who is the uh, the accused, right? Oh, boy. Come on. So it's like, well, shit, I remember that time when, you know, the girl sat on my desk and I rubbed her ass. Or mm. I remember the time that I was fucking and she kind of said, stop. Ooh. But I kept fucking right, oh, and so I think I think that's what this triggers then, because nobody wants to be a rapist, right? And Period. most decent men, or, or I keep saying men, but but y'all know because I'm heterosexual, so I always think that way, and it's not to be exclusive, okay? Absolutely not. But no. um, but when it, when you think about it, I feel like people who perceive themselves and who are good people can then maybe possibly find a situation that aligns to something that happened in their personal life. And then it makes them question, well, if Bill Cosby's a rapist because he slept with a girl who he drugged, but I slept with a girl who was passed out drunk. Am I a rapist? Right. And nobody wants to go there and feel that. Nope. 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 It's that's the thing, right? And that's why I'm so heavy because you're right. No one wants to have this conversation. No one wants to admit their fault. Like this, it's a lot. It's a lot for anybody who's on any line of of the equation. It's 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 yes, you're right. It's a sticky situation. This is why I say like this conversation about uh, consent. It's nuanced, but it's also not. Like mm. we, we understand consent. We learn this as children, but for some reason, when we add sex to the mix, we're like, what's that? Oh girl, I don't, I don't know what you talk about. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. But like when you were five, your, your, you know, caregiver was like, Hey, don't touch X unless you ask. Or like, no, you can't, you need to ask that person to play with you. You can't just take their toy. Yeah. We learn all of those things. But then for some odd reason, we get older, we have our urges and our needs and we want to exert ourselves and we want we want whatever we want to happen because we can't handle rejection. None of us can. We haven't handled that part yet. So if somebody even hints that they're not comfortable with something, that's when all of a sudden it's just like, I don't, I don't know what you were talking about. Your eye was looking at <laughs> and then like you, blah, blah, blah. Because even backing up to what you were talking about a little bit before, is going to somebody's room, it, it, it is is the is the consequence to going to somebody's yeah. room. Or is a consequence of going to a party where we all deserve to be. I deserve to go to a party and just be like, yes, we drinking, we twerking, we having fun. I should not limit myself because of the potential consequence of maybe getting sexually assaulted. Maybe. Yeah, that's the, ooh. I mean, like, like, what a life is that to live? That's the thing. And I knew that from, and this is, and it's, it's funny the way that you started this out. And it's interesting because like when you were talking about our experiences as women, because I had never gotten groped before until I got to college, which for a lot of people, that's late. I've got cat called. I got, you know, well, I had titties when I was like 11. So yeah, I'm like that. And I, I've never shared this on the podcast, but 
the first time that I can say I recall being, um, and I never say I, I, I wasn't raped, yeah. but I was definitely touched inappropriately. Yeah. Um, I was definitely like 12 or 13. Mm. Like the first time I recall that. Yeah. And it took a minute um, through therapy. I had repressed it so much mm. that I didn't even remember it. Um, mm. And so through therapy, I remember that was kind of like an explosive session because it was like, oh shit, when she Is tied this the really dog. happening right now? We really. Yeah. I was like, oh, oh shit, I forgot yeah. about that. Right. Like I and she's like, "How did you forget about that?" And I'm like, "I don't know. Like I just, I it just, just, it just sits. And it's a, it I just packed it away and said that was that, and I left it where it was. And so then, like as you get older, yeah. and yes, like you know, I joke and yeah, like you said, I've 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 been in a tar. I remember one time I was literally in the Target, and this man oh. just walked by and smacked my ass. Like, yes, I have a big ass. So what the fuck? And I think it startled him because it startled me. And I was shocked at my reaction because I think it was so brazen. Like I've had men, uh, you know, ogle and say shit, but I never had not any brave in that situation where there's no dancing. We're not at a party where it could kind of be like, were you walking by too closely or did you really just rub your dick on me? Right. Um, <laughs> right now. Like what's happening? Yeah. We're literally in the aisle for toothpaste and you just smacked my ass. Like, and you don't know life? me. Look at the life you're living. Like, what kind of life is that? I can't even go to Target. And that's the thing. This is not even a sexual situation like you're saying. Like, everyone's like, oh, you shouldn't have been. I'm living life. I'm living. I'm pumping gas. I'm going. Yeah. Like, is that, is this a punishment for me having a body? Like, my butt is not for you. And it's like, (laughs) it's like, it's, 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 it's so. But nowadays it's like you, you can't. Like I, I popped off on him. Like, what the fuck is wrong? Like, and I was shocked at myself because I'm like, shit. Normally, I would have just been like, "Are you serious?" Like, yeah. but oh my god, he could be crazy. I don't want to get stabbed. That's I don't right. want him to shoot me or choke me. Like, That's so I'm right. just not gonna say anything. But he kind of looked at me and was like, "Cool down, little mama. Cool down." And I'm like, "Nah." Ooh. And so, like, fight. You but this is just like, yeah, like this is literally just in the target. You, you want to talk about fight action. Like, that's the thing. Like when I got to college, I, I went to, I went to my like first college party and I was so excited. And this dude who was like, he was on the basketball team. He was so tall. I'm hugging my boyfriend, hugging him. Like we're having a moment, you know, in a corner, walks past seeing another person draped on me and smacks my butt. And then <laughs> I take off after him because I don't want to fight. Like, how dare you? You were violating my space. And I remember at the time I was so angry because that that has never happened to me before. And when I told other women, they was like, oh, that's it. Because <laughs> I'm so numb. And that yeah. shit just happens all the time to the point where it's like, oh, girl, at least you lucky he didn't like. One of my friends told me that she like told the dude like no thank you like you know I I'm seeing somebody I don't want your phone number threw a champagne bottle um near her head. Oh my god! What are you do like? These are the things that we deal with that like people are just like that's preposterous. That's what you're making up. But these are our lived experiences, and this is the stuff that happens that becomes so normal for us that we start accepting or we start repressing. Because same as you. It wasn't until, um, what was the Supreme Court judge, that case was happening. Oh, yeah, Kavanaugh. Yeah, yeah. When Kavanaugh happened that I realized that in the eighth grade, I had, you know, I was in my room. I was having like my eighth grade birthday party and there was a boy. I thought, you know, I had a little crush on him, but like a crush. And, you know, you playing truth or dare and all of that. And like the dare was like, we stay in the room together. Well, he like comes over and like holds my wrist down and i'm like what's happening whoa whoa, 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 whoa. hey like what's happening <laughs> oh wow is my punishment for having a crush on somebody or liking somebody or wanting some sort of touch should it be that i don't think like i don't know i don't think so y'all <laughs> so, so it's like shit gets repressed and i think the thing that makes it so hard and i constantly i'm constantly 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 thinking about this as an educator because 
we don't I don't want to keep having this conversation yeah and I I think too it's like that is where we where we are now I I I'm not a parent but I feel like are these are the conversations like if I ever became a parent speak on it um I always think about what I would tell my daughter um, and, and particularly too, what I would tell a son, my son about mm-hmm. boundaries. And w- one of the things I loved is, um, one of my Facebook friends, every Thanksgiving <laughs> does this post where she's like, if your kids don't want to kiss uncle Bobby and whoever don't yes. make them like stop forcing them and teaching kids that they really do have agency over their body and they, they aren't required to let people that they don't want to hug or kiss touch them. And I always love that. And so I, that's where I, that's kind of where I am now. It's like, um, I know I have developed my own voice. So situations where I might've been at a younger age, I, I believe they would act out differently for me now. Um, but yeah, I just always think about like, what would I tell? How would I raise my children? Yes. It's, it's, it's so funny you say that because I think about the same thing. I think about, and I, and I, and I would implore anybody to even just have a five minute exercise because I've definitely, after all that stuff happened to me as like 19 year old Vanessa, I've been thinking about that shit. <laughs> I always think about that shit. Cause I'm like, do you tell your daughters like, Hey, I want you to go out there and be a free woman and own yourself and like be empowered. But uh, I want you to also not wear these clothes. And I also want you to cower when a man is next to you. Oh, and I want you to Mm -hmm. like, is that the kind of speech? Is that the kind of people we want in the world? And then for your sons, I mean, well, never mind. People don't talk to sons. People don't, people don't talk to sons, sons, which needs to change. Like, we need to help people understand rejection because what I read on Twitter was a whole bunch of was a whole bunch of um, tears around rejection. Oh well, you didn't want to do. Bl- what's wrong with you? Why can't? Yeah. What's, what's wrong with your ego? Why do you think that? And this is what I tell my students all the time. Grown my grown students too. Everybody knows when they want to have sex. There's never been a time where you've been like, oh, shit, I really want, I really want. <laughs> and you sat there and was just like, you know what? Actually, no, I'm not going to. No, when you want to do it, you're going to do it. It doesn't take any finessing, which is the top from boys ages 13 to 55. I keep hearing this finesse thing. You, I don't need to be finessed. I don't need to be asked several times. And if you do need to do all of that, why do you, why do you want to do that? Don't you want somebody to just take the panty drawers off and just hop up? Like, why, why, Look, why, why do you want to do all that work? What's up with that? That is the title of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if you have to finesse, it's not consent. <laughs> like, yo, like straight up, like, why do you want to, why do you want to fight for this? Don't you want somebody who's just like, put it in me right now. Like I've been, I'm ready for you. Like, isn't that the kind of desire that you want? Why do you want the kind of desire and the kind of intimacy or the kind of sex, whatever you want to call it, where you have to constantly be like, oh, come on. All right. Well, okay. I'm gonna like take you to my house and see what happens. Oh no! Come on. <laughs> what? what? Yeah. Or like, hey, do you want this? And then maybe you'll have sex with me. Like, I understand. Sometimes it may be hard for some of us out here, but like, we we gonna we gonna be all right. You don't have to take something from somebody. In- yeah, I just I I, I I yeah. Don't don't. Like, I just don't. I feel like here's what I'm gonna do too. I am going to share because this episode uh, when this episode drops all week throughout Instagram, and I'm gonna let Vanessa have a chance to plug her stuff. But I'm oh. going to be sharing her consent is post in my Insta story because I feel like it's just very clever ways. Not clever. I don't want to say that word because that sounds like trickery. But they're very. <laughs> Um, <laughs> very sexy ways yes. to really still get consent and not break the mood, right? Yeah. And so no one's saying every time, like, 
if you and I, I feel like too like um this goes back to a point you said earlier about emotional intelligence. Yeah. And I feel like that is something too that a lot of people um lack because everybody's making these jokes right now on Instagram about Rona read the like you know with the Rona here everything else needs to read the room like bitch we don't have time for this. <laughs> and I kind of feel like that applies in real life. If you have emotional intelligence or high emotional intelligence. Yes. You can pick up when something is changing, right? You can tell when the energy is changing. You can tell That's when right. somebody's mood isn't there. Like, and I'm going to be very explicit and nasty right now. When Do I it. am sucking someone's dick, okay? I can tell when the mood changes. I can tell when he's not feeling it. That's right. That's okay? So don't sit here and tell me when your dick is in somebody that you can't feel when the mood is shifting. <laughs> Ooh, say that. Say that. You can feel that shit. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go interview her for one. I'm going to interview you for, for two seconds. When, okay. you were, when you were going downtown, when you were engaging in the fellatio, when you were rocking that person's world, how did yes. you know that the energy changed? What, what was happening verbally and non-verbally? I'm going to say verbally, they got quiet for mm. one. Right. Yeah. So that could be a clue. Like maybe they aren't here. Did their That's mind right. go somewhere? That's right. Are they not feeling this anymore? Yeah. Right? Because it got real quiet. All the, yeah, yeah, all, shit. Yeah. All that stopped. All that stopped. All right? Yeah. <laughs> you accidentally? Like, what's up? Yeah, like, okay, he don't like this twist-twist combo. All right, I'm going to switch it back. Uh, not the right? combo. <laughs> 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 Maybe my pressure is too hard, oh, right? Oh, okay. my God. So yeah. that was the, non, the verbal. Yeah. Non-verbal... I feel like yes. <laughs> if you're really doing it, they're, they're in your hair, they're holding your head, Something. The, the touch changed. There you go. And then I also noticed his body where he was so relaxed and like sunken into the couch Yes. that all of a sudden he had tensed up. Ooh, why mm. your hips tense? Put your, put your butt back down on the, on the like, why you, why, you, why you clench up? <laughs> So I picked up all of this with a nigga's dick in my mouth, okay? Period. Period. And I ask you that because that that's the emotional intelligence I'm talking about. Like, you ain't got to go to school for that. You just need to be a, literally, read the room, read the body language, read what's going on. Because we get caught up, and that's why I created the campaign, and I appreciate you pushing it and, you know, having, like, pushing the dialogue around it. Because the thing is, we do this thing, like I said, because we get... Once we get older and we're like, I don't know what that is. What's consent? I don't understand. Like we lose all sight of that because we put whatever we want first. We're trying Mm -hmm. to empower this person to make them do something that they don't want to do. And then we, we then get in. This is when everybody again is detect is detective Olivia Benson on some like, well, did they say no? Okay. Well, (laughs) yes, but it was like 5 PM, but now it's 2 a.m. Like we get real technical rather than again, reading the room. So like, okay, yes, you were, he was down for it, but something happened. That yes. indication to check in. It's not my indication to be like, well, I don't care what's going on right now. Like I'm going to just do what I need to do. No. Do you ever want to do this again? then I suggest you stop and be like, hey, and that's the ego thing I'm talking about. And that's the rejection thing I'm talking about, because I feel like in our society, instead of instead of accepting that something's changing, we automatically turn it into something about us. Because here's the thing. You could have been sucking that dick. Everything was good. And then he was like, oh, shit, I got to pee. (laughs) <laughs> that burrito that breakfast combo burrito shouldn't have had that i shouldn't have got the two for one he probably it could have been anything but instead of being like oh okay let me check in and see like what's happening we do this oh what you don't oh wait you don't want oh my god oh, oh my god this is so embarrassing you don't want me oh my god <laughs> we, get thing, we get an attitude i can't believe you got this soft ass dick nigga like did it's not, it may not be about you. We do this thing where like somebody doesn't want to sleep with us after they agree, they were into it. They probably sent you some spicy text at 4 p.m. Yeah. Life kicked in and they was like, shit, 
yo, my mom just called. I got like bad news. I'm not in the mood. It could be anything. It could also be, I took a second look at you and I was like, I don't want to. And that needs to be okay. That needs to be a valid excuse. We do this thing where we can't handle the rejection. Then we want a reason why. And then it turns into this thing where then, as we saw on Twitter, and a lot of the people admitted um, who were you know, posting up their stories, I just went ahead and just did it because I didn't want the fight. I just went ahead and did it because I didn't want my name dragged. I just went ahead and did it because I felt like I was in a dangerous situation. I just went ahead and did it because they just kept acting like a baby about it. Like, yeah, what happens. And then we get again, then we get into this technical and we're like, oh, well, you know, you actually did do it. I just feel like we can all take inventory on our own behavior. Yes. And that would just help things progress so much further and two (laughs) and two when you see those around you possibly engaging in fuck shit then call them out and i think those two things (laughs) can help move the needle way further than we think they can that's the thing i like how you said that because i mean i feel like if you if if we actually care about each other everything Everything I'm saying is in love. So that means that if I call you out, I'm I'm saying it because I don't want you caught out there. I'm saying this because I need I want you to learn this lesson. So like I remember I was doing this <laughs> I was doing this healthy relationships class for um uh some women uh some women at a cosmetology school and you know we're talking, we kiki in and I ask them, I say something like it's healthy to like look through your partner's phone every single day and have all mm. passwords and something and like you saw like half the room be like well shit it's healthy like why isn't it like I didn't I don't I don't give any judgment. I'm just there to facilitate. So I'm like, "Well, why why what's going on? Why y'all why y'all getting so quiet?" And you could tell the the like that meme the, the gift with the, the woman who's doing the math in her. Yeah. <laughs> like all of that was happening. And because I care about my students and because I'm really trying to ensure that we're out here living happy, pleasurable lives, I was like, well, what's the problem? And this one girl was like, I do that shit all the time. Are you saying that's not healthy? And I'm like, it's not. Like <laughs> what's going on with the trust in your relationship where you feel like, I was like, first of all, where do you even find the time? Like, let's start there. Let's start there. Where do you find the time? And then what is happening where you feel like you need to take time out of your precious day in education to be like, let me see your phone. Yeah. Happening. And so it's a calling in to be like, sis, maybe you need to rethink like what's going on with you. Maybe everything he's doing is fine, but you have some insecurities and baggage that you're bringing into this situation that's causing you to react this way. And so when we're talking about consent, like if you hear your homegirl being like, girl, and he just had like that soft dick and like he was like trying to act like, <laughs> girl, what's up with it? Like, that's the time for you to be like, girl, um, what do you, dang, girl, you're not supposed to do that. Like, it doesn't, yeah, happen. no, boony. You can't do that. <laughs> dissertation about it. Like, nah, girl, like, nah, girl, like, next time, why don't you just ask him, like, wh- what happened? Like, are you doing it too rough? Maybe he had the shits. Like, it's just a whole bunch of things, and we just get so wrapped up. And this is why I feel like this conversation won't be able to move forward until we build empathy, until we understand that consent is very nuance being in the bed with somebody especially in a culture that does not promote communication clear communication we're all yeah we're We're, we're fucked from the start (laughs) (laughs) we're always going to be here because then it's going to be like well i was going off of the vibe the vibe is an indicator as well and when we're when i'm thinking about consent when i'm talking about consent i'm talking about verbal and nonverbal cues which is why i asked you that question because when we're talking about the nonverbal cues some people don't like speaking up. Some people are just like, I'm They're free to. Yeah. I'm vibing energy, people. Okay, if you're vibing energy, how are you still? You are still responsible 
for getting consent and still responsible for speaking up, right? So you may not speak up and be like, um, I need your hand squeezing my titty while you're doing blah, 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 which I personally love. But I could, <laughs> I could move that person's hand to my, to, my, to my chest and be like, and show them I'm telling you something that matters. And so if you're kissing me and I'm not kissing you back, and just because I didn't open my mouth and say, no, stop it. I don't want you kissing me. I'm still telling you and I'm still communicating with you. I pick up on the, read the room, bitch. (laughs) Read the room. I love that. Yeah, Yeah, read the room. Like they're telling you something. Now what you do with that information is up to you. And if you ignore it, there's consequences. Like period. And I hate making it a negative. That's why I created the campaign because I hate making it a negative conversation. I feel like as a sex educator, we just don't do a good enough job. Culture doesn't do a good enough job because we just tell people like, oh, um, you need to, um, you just need to ask for consent without giving people the tools to be able to do that. Like we don't say, Booney. Hello, good evening. Would you like to be on my podcast? That's not how this conversation went. You was like, um, I wanted to like you free tomorrow night. And I was like, Yeah, all right, girl. I didn't say yep. yes. I didn't say yes, Booney. I would be <laughs> podcast. Like, nah, like we had an exchange. Yeah, it doesn't have to be so formal. It's not if we don't and we don't talk, we don't speak formally in our culture. We just don't speak that way. We don't say hello. Would you like to have sex tonight at 8 p.m. after we act like we're watching Netflix? Like, no, no one says that shit. But sh- but we say like, hey, so what it is for tonight? All right. Like, well, then come through. All right. The vernacular in our relationship could be come through means wash your panty, wash your panty drawers, get the fresh, fresh on. And let's do this. Like we have nuance in our culture. And that's why I say we have nuance with consent as well, because it is. It takes taking our nuanced communication and being able to translate that into sexual situations. Look, I love it. I want. I, I, I just think this is a good spot to end because I just gave you my dissertation. Thank you. I'm look, no, no, no. But, but I do. I feel like it, this is the perfect summation for people. Like it doesn't have to be complicated. Use your That's fucking right. voice. Read the room, bitch, and. <laughs> <laughs> It really is. Yeah, like, like not to oversimplify it, but this is what it takes. And so, people, look, people who listening, where can they find you on the interwebs and social media? You guys, I had a good time. Um, (laughs) So everyone can find me at on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. I'm more active on Instagram as to to look at Booney because Booney be looking at all my shenanigans and all my thoughts. (laughs) Uh, You can reach me at Vag Esteem. That is V-A-G Esteem as in self-esteem together in one word. So Vag Esteem, V-A-G-E-S-T-E-E-M. Um, you can always DM me with questions. I, um, I consult, I speak, I go on college tours. So whatever is needed to progress this conversation forward, please, please, please let's continue having this courageous conversation. Cause y'all like we trying to like get through life without all this drama. That's it. I love it. So thank you for answering my texts. <laughs> no I'm sorry. I took a, lo- a little bit of time. I was like, I need, I'm going to go get right with nature right quick. And, and then no, it's, I was it's, walking all down Cook's Lane and shit. So here we go. No, it's, it is wonderful. So thank you, girl. Thank you. And I appreciate you having me. All right, guys, that is it for this episode. I want to thank our guest, Vanessa of Vagistine. Please be sure to follow her. She has a great campaign on her Instagram about what consent is that I'll be sharing all week over on Instagram, okay? Um, I think this is a very important discussion. I'm glad that we had it, and I hope that you share it with others, all right? And if you enjoyed this episode, I encourage you to listen and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, 
iHeartRadio or apps where podcasts are available. Don't forget to leave a review too. You might just hear your review on the next episode. Follow us on all social media. Share the episode with those you love, those you don't love, those you fucking hate, even your ex-boyfriends, okay? (laughs) I don't make these pretty images for nothing. Have a dope ass week, guys. Please stay safe, healthy, and sane. And thank you for listening. Remember, the ratchet in me always honors the ratchet in you. Until next time.